Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, Charlie Vinch, you are the owner of Budo Martial Arts Studio. Charlie, where are you in the country? We are located in Ewing, New Jersey. Uh-huh. And, and how's, the, how's the martial arts uh, market there? Do you, do you have much com- competition? We do, but we do offer an amazing service and an amazing product. So I don't believe that our competition is really our quote-unquote competition. Yeah, they're not so amazing, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So now you transitioned to starting your own studio because, uh, well, so you, I mean, you're a martial arts instructor and uh, you had the audacity to start your own studio. What, what led to that? What led to it was me wanting to create the lifestyle of a martial arts instructor slash entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I know this was something that I always wanted to do in my life. And I didn't know what exactly was you know, going to be. But uh, upon studying martial arts at the age of 14, I could uh-huh. totally see myself doing that. Yeah. So you finally pulled the trigger. So tell me about the process then for uh, going, uh, you know, when you're working as an instructor for somebody else and then kind of starting your own, uh, your, your own studio. What was the hardest part? The hardest part is making that dive into going, okay, I'm working for somebody else right now. And then, yeah. you know, next year or next week, I'm going to take responsibility for paying myself and my business <laughs> is going to have to support me. So yeah. that, was, that was the hardest transition, knowing that going from working from somebody else to working for myself. Yeah. So how did you get your first clients? So one of the things that I did when I was teaching martial arts at another studio and uh, personally was I was building my base through through that. So people getting to know me, what I do. And then from there, it was a, an easy transition into my my space. Yeah. But like, how did you find people? Like, what did you do? Did you, were you networking? Were you going into schools? Like, how did you, how did people discover you? Like clients, customers? It was solely on word of mouth and social media. So I would post all the time about me training these individuals one-on-one and then other people would message me or other people would come Mm -hmm. into the gym and say, Hey, I saw you training, you know, this other person. Can you train me? Can you train my kid? Can you train my family? And then before you know it, I had so many people that wanted to train with me one-on-one that I said, this is a good time for me to open up my own place. Yeah, you, uh, you've done pretty well, like your Facebook's doing pretty well. uh, And you've got a lot of reviews. Uh, I would imagine that's like, like, you're you're pretty conscious, conscious of that of getting reviews. You see five recommendations on a page. I mean, you're you're relatively new. I mean, and you've, um, you opened four years ago. So 65 recommendations with these written reviews, that's pretty good. Um, And so do you do you do you ask for that or is that what's, what's going on there? Yeah. So all of the reviews are 
uh, organic in this sense of, you know, after classes or, you know, when I train someone, I'll say, hey, did you have a good time? And if you did have a good time, please leave us a review on Google. I would greatly appreciate it. And yeah. everybody is more than willing to do that. And sometimes I do seminars for people and they're like, hey, well, I, how can I write a review or how can I thank you? Yeah. So, yeah. You, you can write me a review on Google. I'd appreciate that. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I mean, that's good for business. People are looking for it. So how do, when, when, when you have a new customer, how, the first coming in because word of mouth, but what are you do? Is there some other things that you do to facilitate word of mouth? Um, we do referral contest. We also do B2B, which is- Well, tell me more about referral contests. Sure, sure. So one of the things that we do for referral contests is there's nothing better than having somebody who's currently enjoying your services to then mm-hmm. recommend somebody else. That's even better than Facebook marketing. Yeah. Everybody's big on this Facebook marketing. I want to market my mm-hmm. Facebook and that's how I'm going to get more people. Nothing is more strong than somebody saying to another person, hey, I go to this place. I love it. I think you would like it too. Yeah. Uh, and the, the money or the prize, you know, kind of just incentivize that, you know, even when we don't have our referral contest, People still refer people all the time. But one of the things that we do is on a monthly basis, say uh, this month, if you refer somebody to our studio and they sign up, you'll get 10 tickets towards our raffle. And our raffle is a $100 Amazon gift card. If you bring somebody in for a tour, you get one ticket. If you bring somebody in and they sign up for a trial, you get three tickets. Well, you think about it from like how much advertising $100 can buy you. It's, it's not a lot, uh, you know, but you think of that $100 Amazon gift card, how much goodwill that, that, that that's created. Plus, listen, you know, you're not giving the, uh, the $100 to some social media or media fat cat. You know, you're, you're giving it to your own clients. So it's creating excitement and um, well, listen, you know, one thing that, that I've learned uh, is, and I, you know, I talk about Mark Schaefer's work all the time, uh, Marketing Rebellion, but um, consumers, uh, consumer behavior has changed considerably over the past five, 10 years. And uh, you're absolutely right. Advertising is, it, it, we don't trust advertising, but we do appreciate the uh, you know, the advice of our friends and family. Like we do want to know what other people think. And so I think you're that's super, super smart uh, to allocate marketing resources into, uh, you know, an audience that's already satisfied uh, with, uh, with your service. So that, that's really, really great. How often do you run a raffle? We do a referral contest every single month. Wow. Nice. And is it always him or do you change it up? We change it up. Some months it's a personal session with me. Some months it's uh, a gift card to a local restaurant. So we're, you know, supporting uh-huh. a local place. Sometimes it's yeah. Amazon. Sometimes it's Target gift card. Sometimes it's cold, hard cash. <laughs> and w- which one seems to be the most successful, by the way? The Amazon gift card. Folks like Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, you've got 86 votes on Facebook. You've got 67 Google reviews. Both are a perfect five star. I would imagine if you got a one star review, you'd probably go knock on that person's door. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
For sure. Uh, any other things that you do to make sure that you have a really good reputation? Because again, you know, the person who's listening to us, uh, I want you to take some notes from what Charlie's doing because this really, really matters today. Uh, no matter what kind of business you are, you need to be very, very mindful of your reviews. Your reviews matter more than uh, you know, increasing your paid ad spend uh, by another, you know, hundred thousand dollars, a hundred or a thousand dollars monthly. Uh, people look for and they read the reviews, and what they want to find is, uh, is there someone who left a review that's like me? And if it worked for them, and their kids had a positive experience, my kids will probably have a positive experience. I mean, they'll go so far, uh, Charlie, is to look at photos and try to find a photo that looks like them. And uh, it's, it's just a weird thing, but uh, it really, really matters. So where do you go from here? Like, how are you going to continue to, I mean, obviously you take, you know, your customer um, reputation very, very seriously. What other things do you have uh, planned? Uh, Cause you have a very, you have a very successful martial arts studio. You got a lot of customers and you've had a kind of a, I'll be honest, kind of a meteoric rise compared to a lot of other martial arts studios. And by the way, CrossFit studios can take note of this. Uh, you know, other local gyms can take anyone who's offering like dance classes, like all this stuff, man, especially if you're marketing to, and I would imagine most people bringing kids in their moms, right? Sure. Yeah. Moms, dads, parents. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, but and any other things that you, that you have planned uh, that you're going to do to continue to grow your business? And, uh, it, and yeah, I'll, I have another question, but go ahead and answer that. So our, our next step is to reach a student base of 250. That is our, yeah. that's my next goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just to keep packing the place that we have currently right now. Yeah. And it's not to expand to another place as of any time soon or, you know, that, that I believe, you know, if we hit 250 really fast, then, you know, maybe, but our goal is to, to build to 250, uh, where we're at. And speaking of which, uh, you, you had mentioned, you know, expanding into another place. You and I had talked previously about what you do operationally to keep things running smooth and uh, go ahead and explain, uh, how you run your business. Because again, I, I think that there's some lessons here that anybody who's working directly with consumers can, can really take note of this. We document everything in a manual or in a procedures manual or a piece of paper or whatever it is. And every person who has a duty at Budo Martial Arts knows exactly what to do mm-hmm. hourly, daily, monthly, yearly, quarterly, whatever it is, without questioning, wait, should I be doing this? Should I not, should I not be doing this? They know exactly what they have to do. And if we have to go back and tweak it a little bit, we do. But that is our base of what people are doing. So they're not walking around guessing on yeah. what they should be doing. Right. How about, how about stuff like shutting down for the night and cleaning up that documented? Yep. How about when a kid gets hurt? Is that yep. documented? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and, and here's the thing, like if we go back to Michael Gerber emeth, um, and I know you've been a part of some really, uh, powerful business owner networks and you and I actually met through, was it business mastery? Yes. Tony Robbins? Yeah. Yes. 
Um, and um, so you learn a lot when you network with other successful business owners. And uh, you had mentioned that, you know, just documenting everything and doing it in a single manual is a way to do it. Now, listen, if you, so you're, if, if you're a business owner like me and you're a virtual business owner and your employees are all virtual, your clients are virtual, uh, then build a, uh, like a wiki, you know, build a Wikipedia type repository of all your documents. I mean, even worst case scenario, you just start a Google Docs uh, folder uh, and just put all your documents there. You could do that. Um, and Charles, I would imagine being a physical location, you probably print this stuff out and put it in a manual of some sort, but you make sure that everybody has access to this information. Do you, do you also expand that into like training or what is your, how do you implement that as into like part of your onboarding when you onboard a new uh, employee? So yes, everything is documented for each position. And then what we do to answer that question is we do what's called quarterly reviews, mm -hmm. where when I onboard a, uh, let's say an instructor, they have to go through our instructor's training course, which is close to 16 weeks. They have a physical and then they have a written part. They have to pass both parts. Once they pass both parts, they know what they have to do per class to keep, you know, X, Y, Z up. And then quarterly, I'll go in and I'll say, okay, this is our quarterly review. I will now review you on the things that are listed on this paper that they know about. And then if they have the average of 80 or plus, they pass. If it's not 80 or plus, I show them what they should be doing. If they mm. can't meet that, then we need to move on. What would you say to another business owner who would push back on this and say, Charlie, I, just don't, I don't have time to document all of this stuff. I'm too busy. If you don't have time to document something that really gives the uh, person that's working for you a sense of not knowing what they're doing. So when they do something wrong, you know, as a business owner, before documenting things, I used to say, oh, well, you know, you didn't do this right. You didn't do that right. And you can't hold people accountable if they don't know exactly what they should be doing. And so, I mean, if you've got confusion operationally, I mean, you're wasting money. You're wasting time. Um, you're going to have higher turnover. You're going to have lower employee satisfaction. Uh, you know, in terms of leadership, this stuff all matters. And I, I guess, you know, to the person, to the business owner that is, you know, they're already at the level where, um, you know, it would be for them personally to do this, uh, it would be kind of a hardship you're going to have to hire a really, really great operations manager. And that's their job is to make sure that everything is running smoothly. That's honestly, that's, that's one of the first positions that I filled because the number one job of a business owner is to grow their business. So, you know, you have to be doing, Charlie, things like, you know, coming up with incentives and working with your client base and, and growing organically like that. Uh, and, you know, what's really great is that, um, you know, you've got, uh, everything documented now. So now that it's documented, it just doesn't take as much of your personal time. And so that can really, um, you know, that can, that can really be a huge time saver. And then you can, uh, head, uh, Oh, I'm just looking at you on, uh, you can head next door. I thought I saw five guys right down the road from yes. you guys or maybe, yeah. <laughs> or Wawa. Yeah. You could, you could go, go take a break and, and let your operations manual do the, uh, supervising for you. So, well, great. Well, Charlie Vinch, um, you know, people listen to this conversation. You go to Budo 
Martial Arts Studio, and Budo is B-U-D-O, Martial Arts Studio. You got a great website. Uh, you know, it's, it's really interesting. You, you know, some studio owners thrive. Some studio owners are just banging their head against the wall. They can't figure it out. Um, go and, and look and see. Go to Charlie's website. You can see exactly what he's doing. Uh, he's doing it right. You know, go back and re-listen to this interview uh, for clues on, uh, you know, what Charlie's learned. Charlie, another thing too is clearly you've invested into your personal development, your personal growth. I mean, if you're going to Business Mastery, that's an investment. <laughs> it's not cheap to go to business mastery. That's correct. And uh, I'm looking at this as my business as a, a long game. Yep. Not a short game. This is a marathon for me. This is not a sprint. I'm here to stay and I'm here to dominate. So I don't mind making that investment because I know it's going to pay me tenfold in the long run. Nice. Charlie Vinci, you're the founder and we'll call you as the CEO uh, of Budo Martial Arts Studio in New Jersey. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.